another episode of Behind the Mic. I'm your host, Mike Antonellis. Make sure to follow me on all the social media platforms, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. You can get this podcast anywhere. I want to thank, of course, the, the sponsor that you heard right off the bat is Anchor FM. And they're not only the sponsor, they are the platform that hosts this podcast. And I've looked into this. They're the only free one. You'll look at a lot of other podcast sites They'll charge you monthly. This does not charge you at all to do anything, and you have unlimited space. So you could do a 1,000 podcasts a month. This is not a sales pitch. I've looked at some other projects and other hosting sites. Nothing better than Anchor. All right, episode 37. After weeks of interviews, I felt this is about the listeners. Now, I feel like a lot of things I do is always about you, without listeners, without supportive people. I'm just talking into this microphone every week with nothing. But we've had terrific feedback. We've had terrific guests over the last uh, few weeks during this quarantine. It started with Kyle Hart on March 20th. So we had Kyle Hart. We had Emma Tiedemann on with the Portland Sea Dogs, Bob Sosi, Josh Maurer, who I work with, with Pawtucket, along with uh, Jim Kane. Last week's episode, Millie McMillan, Susan Waldman, some great episodes. Uh, CJ Chatham. I don't want to leave CJ out. So what I did is I posted this question on Facebook and behind the mic, 1973 is, they, they have these ads on Facebook, but just go follow me on Facebook. I gave you five topics, and what I did was I wrote down the most popular answers, and we'll go over those. Number one, the sports moment, you could go back 20 to 30 years and know exactly where you were. I could do a bunch of them, but for me, uh, the 1986 American League Championship Series when Dave Henderson homered. I was on my floor in my house, living room, ranting and raving at 13 years old because the Red Sox were about to lose. Henderson homered. They were down three games to one. They were one strike away from being eliminated, and uh, they ended up winning. I mean, that, that's what's weird about the 86 baseball playoffs. The Red Sox were down three games to one. They were one strike away. Donnie Moore needed one more strike to put the Red Sox out they came back from that three games to one being one strike away to win to go to the world series only to hold but what's also interesting about the 86 foreshadowing world game one of the 1986 world series people will forget this tim tuffle had a ball go between his legs that scored the only run of the game the red sox won one nothing at chase stadium they won the first two games this is all off the top of my head I, I swear, if you could see me now, my hands are waving around like a stands in that episode. Is that how they get the Coco nickname? But the, you talk about foreshadowing. Tuffle played that game one. He was platooning with Wally Backman at the time because the Mets, David Johnson was big on left-right, even though Backman was a switch hitter. Tuffle was a better hitter against lefties. Bruce Hurst started game one. They went with a better bat. Tuffle makes that error. Now, the Mets didn't score, but it's it's very strange and foreshadowing in that series. There was a ball between someone's leg by the Mets, but no one will ever remember that because it happened in game one, and the Mets ended up winning the World Series. So that whole thing I can really remember. We'll stick with that topic, the uh, the sports moment. A lot of 2004 Red Sox, a ton of those, and that's, a, of course, a great one. We have a younger audience 86 years. Now, I can remember that moment as well. I was in Erie, Pennsylvania, but uh, people were very passionate about that. The 01 Patriots, yeah, absolutely. People my generation growing up, 
watching just horrific Patriots football. By the way, the Patriots are not going to be bad this year for all of those fans out there that think they will be. I'm, I'm laughing at you. They're not going to be. And I got a few of these. The Hank Aaron home run, which shows, I think, our audience age. No offense, but I like that. I like that we have older and younger, but the Aaron home run, uh, that surprised me. Uh, question two was, let's go to movies. Favorite movie of all time. I'll tell you what right now, what I've discovered in quarantine. No knock on the paid subscriptions of Netflix and Prime and all those that you like. Now, I, I have Netflix. I have Prime. I have HBO now. But I think sometimes we're shied away, and I've, I've bored people to death with this. We shy away from those free services. Pluto, T, Pluto TV is one of the best free TV movies you can get out there. There's a bunch of channels. There's a bunch of movie channels that are themed. MTV's got a channel on there. Check it out, Pluto TV. I wish they would sponsor us. I absolutely love them. Uh, Vudo, Tubi. Check out the free movies because what I've done, this is when you have time to do this, I've seen movies on there that I've liked. I've then Googled them. They're either not on Netflix. They either cost money on Prime. They'll cost money on Google and other services. Crackle, check out these free sites. They're not all bad movies. I think sometimes we equate free with bad. I've done that, but check it out. Uh, we got a lot of uh, favorite movie of all time, Goodfellas, Godfather, Feel the Dreams. And Back to the Future was on there, and I, I like that. So those were the top four that I ranked and used there. Goodfellas is right up there for me. I think one of the most underrated baseball movie of all time is Eight Man Out. I probably mentioned this on other podcasts, but that's a really good movie. And it's history, and it's it's about a, a true thing, true thing the, uh, the Black Sox. Newly watched TV shows you love. Right now I'm watching Hollywood and Westworld. I really love those. We got a thousand Tiger King. I'm not into it. Uh, maybe I should be. I've watched some promos for it. I just, to me, I, I maybe the craze of it sometimes turns me off when there's too much craze about something. It just doesn't seem like something I'd like. I'll probably give it a shot because I don't knock people's tastes. Taste in movies and TV show is a lot like a taste bud. But one thing that... I'm very into TV shows and moving movies. I think you can appreciate acting. And uh, there might be some movies you don't love, but the acting in it is terrific. I just watched The uh, Curious Case of Ben and realized how good Brad Pitt was in that movie. I mean, and you can appreciate the acting, even if you don't love it. Number four, I believe during quarantine, there are positives. What talked to my nieces through Facebook. Facebook created this new kids messenger that has really been outstanding. I, I got a lot of this, connecting with family, doing Zoom parties, doing uh, um, Zoom happy hours. This is great. Writing, uh, working out more. These were answers. I hope everyone's checking out Planet Fitness. They're releasing workouts every day, which I think are really beneficial. But I like that. Maybe somebody during uh, quarantine is writing a book. It'd be great stuff. What rock group would you love to travel with any decade? Beatles, easily number one. Timeless. Um, we're going on 70 years, right? What, what the album came out in 57, in the 50s. Anyways, more than 50 years, still the Beatles has a hold. I don't think we have 
things like that anymore. And I don't know, I think society has changed, but I've talked about this before. We don't have a Beatles. We don't have a Rolling Stones. We don't have groups that just were larger than life. Even in the 80s, Indexon, Madonna. I, I know that some of the people are big now. Taylor Swift's people were just beyond big. The Beatles, the Stones, John Lennon, I mean, Paul McCartney after they split off. And this was another answer people put that because I know I like that music. Uh, a lot of what those uh, people did, thing I did want to bring up before I wrap this short episode up, as it's a listener show, I know during quarantine I've, I've been seeing this a lot, and someone sent me a good article about less is more on social media, and I'm really big on that. You know, I love social media. I'm on all the vehicles. I'm on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, not only professionally but personally. I have a TikTok account. But I think maybe there's a mindset or, or maybe I don't think it's just age group. You know, I don't want to blame this just on younger people because I see older people do this, that they feel they need to post constantly. I see people posting things on Twitter and Instagram that is just a general thing about their day. Um, you know, a, a server's down on the PlayStation Network. You don't need to tweet that. Uh, I, I, I just think that we're maybe trying too hard and you don't need to go nuts on social media because you have more time. You, you post something when you feel like you absolutely have to. I, and that's just my philosophy. I'm not trying to preach here. I'm just saying when I step back from my social media, I, I'm not the person hosting behind the mic. I'm just a regular fan. I'm Mike Anthony. Three hour constantly. It makes me unfollow them. It turns me off. I, I think there's too much and, and you saturate things. And I, I just want to bring that lesson up to younger people. Don't try so hard on social media. Those people who are Instagram stars or YouTube constantly posting, you have to have something good. And, and just two cents, I'm saying that as a fan, I try to do things when I feel it's right to do. All right, quick episode. Hope you enjoyed it. Peace and love.